In today's podcast, I want to talk about the concept of win rate and reward to risk ratio. I want to discuss a few very important points when it comes to those variables. And also, I want to break down what is really important when it comes to choosing, improving and developing your trading system and how to choose the right combination. But before we get into it, I want to say a big thank you for the great support and for the overwhelming positive feedback. Also, thank you to everyone who's leaving reviews on Spotify or Apple iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. It's really great and encouraging to see that this podcast is finding so much support. And before we get into it, also just a few words about myself. For those who don't know me, my name is Rolf. I am the co-founder of tradesciety.com and also edgewonk.com, which is a trading journal software. I've been trading for around 15 years and for the last seven to eight years, I've been providing trading education mostly on tradesciety.com and we have developed the Edgewonk Trading Journal as well. So enough with that and let's get into today's podcast. And last week I posted a tweet with a poll on Twitter and I was giving my audience three trading systems with different win rates and different reward to risk ratios and I asked which of them the, the traders would prefer to trade. And the first system has an 80% win rate and one-to-one reward-to-risk ratio. So a very high win rate and low reward-to-risk ratio, 80% and one-to-one. The second trading system would have a 50% win rate and a two-to-one reward-to-risk ratio. And the third system, only 30% win rate and a five-to-one reward-to-risk ratio. And surprisingly, most traders answered the poll correctly when it comes to just pure mathematics because they answered that they would prefer to trade system number three, only 30% win rate and a five to one reward to risk ratio, which mathematically speaking would give you um, the most amount of money with the highest expectancy long term. However, there were quite a few traders who also answered number one, 80% win rate with only one to one reward to risk ratio. And I think this would also be my preferred choice. And I will walk you through my thought process and why there's such a huge difference between the two. And even though something sounds good on paper, often it's not the optimal choice. But first, how do we actually know how much money each of the strategies work? And I think that's a very good exercise as well, because many traders ask me, how can I actually uh, know which system is the best when it just comes to making money? And let's take a look at a sample of 10 trades for each of the systems. And we have to base it on the win rate. And we assume that for 10 trades, it will play out exactly as the win rate suggests. So 10 trades, the first system has an 80% win rate. So out of those 10 trades, we will have eight winners and two losers. And the system has a one-to-one reward-to-risk ratio. So let's just say when we win, then we win one US dollar. And when we lose, we also lose one US dollar. That's what the one-to-one says. So we have eight winners making $8 and we have two losers losing $2. That gives us $6. All right, second one, 50% win rate, two to one reward to risk ratio. So we win five times and each time we make two, that's 10. And we lose five times and each we lose $1. So we lose five. That gives us a total of five US dollar. So the first one is slightly better with six versus five. Now let's take a look at the third one. 30% win rate means out of 10 trades, we should win three and we lose seven. 
But when we win with a five to one, we make five. And when we lose, we lose one only. So we have three winners each time making five US dollars. That gives us 15 and we lose seven times and each time we lose one. So 15 minus seven gives us eight. So now we have the outcome of the 10 trades. It is six, five and eight on the different strategies. So the strategy with the low win rate and the high reward to risk ratio netting us eight would be the highest performer. Then number one and two are very close. Number one, a little bit of a higher performance, six versus five. But now comes the really, really interesting part. And this is what many traders overlook when it comes to designing, building and trading or choosing trading strategies. Because what looks good on paper is not always the optimal choice. And this is especially true for new traders, inexperienced traders or traders who in general struggle with emotions and the trading mindset as we will see. So let's take a look at three very important aspects of trading strategies and trading performance and what to consider when choosing or developing a trading strategy. This is also very important for when you analyze or when you do a backtest and then analyze your backtest because it's very important to choose a strategy that not only makes money in a backtest but that is also you would be likely to reproduce those results going forward after the backtest in a live market. So first of all, the emotional side of trading. And especially for new traders, the very regular and very constant positive feedback with a strategy that gives you the 80% win rate is what will help you stay motivated. Most of your trades will be winners, which creates an overall very positive environment and give you a lot of forward momentum which can motivate you to trade better, to really stay on top of your journaling game, to stay motivated, to learn more, to prepare your charts. Looking at the strategy number three, which should be the best performing one, if seven out of your 10 trades are losses, it can be really, really challenging and hard mentally to keep going and to not lose trust and not lose joy and happiness when trading. And imagine that you will realize 14 losses over 20 trades with a 30% win rate. And it's very, very possible that among those 14 losses, you could have easily losing streaks of eight, nine or 10 losses in a row. With the 30% win rate and given a long enough time horizon, this will undoubtedly happen. 10, 11, 12 losses in a row won't be very uncommon. And most traders, especially the new ones, will probably think very hard about changing their strategies and trading suboptimal when they encounter such uh, losing streaks. So even though you may have a winning strategy over the long term at your hand, it is going to be very, very hard to push through hard times or even push through your regular trades with a 30% win rate when you have 7 out of 10 trades, you have to accept that there will be losses. This brings us to the next point, the risk component and also position sizing. With the 80% win rate system, risking more per trade and having a higher position size may actually be quite a reasonable idea. Losing streaks with an 80% win rate are much less severe with such a high win rate. Although generally position size should be always looked at within the context of the expectancy. As I said previously, it's not always black and white and what looks good and makes sense on paper is not always the rational choice uh, what we should be doing going forward. So just looking at the expectancy, looking at 
the system number three made eight versus the system number one made only compared six. When we look at that, we should rationalize and we should come to the conclusion that number three is a much better system and having a higher position size would make more sense for system number three versus system number one. However, the 33% strategy has the highest expectancy but with such a low win rate that you want to keep your position size relatively low, as low as possible. Imagine eight losses in a row and you risk maybe two or three percent. Two percent per trade on eight losses in a row is 16 percent and if you risk even three percent per trade that's going to give you a drawdown of 24 percent and this is very very hard to deal emotionally with. Not only are eight losses in a row for many traders hard to accept and trading optimally afterwards is also going to be very challenging being down at the same time 25-24% is just very very hard to deal emotionally. You can tell yourself many times that that is completely normal, it is my trading strategy, it is what I should be expecting, but then staying motivated and staying very confident on your next trades to prepare in the optimal way, to execute in the optimal way is going to be very challenging. And especially when we now look at the third point, this becomes even clearer because third point is regarding holding on to winning trades and another huge problem with the high reward to risk ratio system and the low win rate is that it's absolutely essential to hold on your winning trades for the right amount of time if you are planning for a five to one reward to risk ratio and then you realize one out of your only three winners but then you cut the winner short and maybe you exit at three to one or four to one you can easily turn your winning strategy into a losing one. And even though this should have been on paper the best performing system, it is very easy to mess this up. Imagine you only get three winning trades out of every 10 trades that you take and you have to write them optimally to your take profit. So this is really, really essential. And if you have been trading for a while, you know how hard it can be to write winning trades with confidence and not be tempted to close your, your winners before the take profit has been hit. And this is why new traders especially will fare much better with a low reward to risk ratio system while having a higher win rate. You can book profits much faster. You don't have to hold onto your winning trades as long. Also probably you don't have to hold through news events that long. And this is a huge, huge benefit for most traders, especially in the beginning. However, the danger of the one-to-one -one system is that many traders will be tempted to hold their winning trades a little bit too long and getting out too late and giving back profits can also turn such a system easily into a losing one. So it is very important that you have a full understanding of what your system is. If your system says that you are trading one-to-one -one and you have done your back tests with a one-to-one system and you have realized maybe 20, 40, 50 trades in your live markets and a one-to-one -one system, then it's absolutely necessary that you listen to those numbers. You don't try to outsmart the market. You go for the one-to-one. -one. When one-to-one -one has been hit, you are out of the market and you book your profits. That's really essential. If you want to develop and if you want to further improve and change your strategy, you can make a test, for example, on the next 30 trades, you will extend your target to 1.5 reward to risk ratio, and then you will see what the results suggest. Is this a better approach? Yes or no. But it's very important that you always are crystal clear in your trading plan. What are you currently doing? If you're doing and trading a one-to-one -one system, this is what you do. You don't try to outsmart the market. You don't suddenly say, I know better. I think the market could go on forever. 
and you hold your trade and then what you do is give back profits and you ruin your system. So a few final words. What is good on paper is not always the optimal choice, especially because we as the traders and the humans are always the weakest link in our whole trading operation. And we are the ones making the decisions and our human emotions are often leading us towards suboptimal decisions. We cannot fully eliminate emotions. We have to be aware that they are always present and we have to be aware of the pitfalls. And that's why I would recommend to take a good look at your current trading approach and really evaluate if the strategy includes components that make it hard to succeed that would lead to more emotional responses, even though it should make money on paper. And this is really the most important takeaway. Higher reward to risk ratio sounds good on paper, but it's not always true and it's not always that easy to pull off. So I would really urge you to take a very good look at your system, try to see what you are after, and then double check if this is really the good approach and give it a try. Try to go for the opposite, try to go for a small reward to risk ratio and see how that feels and see how that plays out.